It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Right now, let's turn the page, talk a little bit about the money aspect of what is going on with the coronavirus. Ben Ayers from Nationwide joins us right now. Ben, welcome back. Good to have you on. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, let's start with uh, unemployment numbers. Uh, you know, from your uh, lofty perch as a senior economist with Nationwide, I imagine those numbers are something like you've never seen before. No one's ever seen them before. Um, these are just unprecedented numbers. Unfortunately, another 6.6 million during the week of April 4th. That adds up to almost 17 million just over three weeks. Um, that's about 10 percent of the national workforce. And even here in Ohio, we've seen very similar numbers to that. About 10 percent of the workforce has applied for unemployment insurance in just three weeks. Um, by comparison, if you look at the recessions from 1990 and 2001, that's how many we had during those entire recessionary periods. So just really off-the-charts numbers, unfortunately. Yeah, so so talk to me about the impact of Ohio. 700,000 people in the state, about 10% of the workforce, filing for unemployment. What, what impact does that have on the economy? Because on unemployment, you're not making as much money as you would be if you're working in most instances. So so how does that play out? What ripple effect does that have through the uh, the greater Ohio economy? It has a lot of effect. Um, you know, a lot. most of what we have from a growth perspective is driven by people going out and spend money. And when people don't have the money, don't have the income, they're just not spending, and that ultimately impacts businesses, which makes means that they hire less people and expand less quickly. Um, so it really just slows down the economic cycle much more so than normally would. Uh, and certainly from a spending standpoint, that slows our growth tremendously. Yeah, and we know money likes confidence. I mean, when people are confident, Wall Street tends to go up. Right now, doesn't seem to be a lot of confidence. So is there any kind of modeling that suggests – Here's about how long once we get the green light from the governor and the president, hey, we're going to start going back to work. How long will the lag be until we start having confidence and things kind of turn back to the good? It's going to take a little while. Um, you know, as I said last time I was on, it takes about 30 months on average following a recession to surpass that prior peak of employment. So there's going to be a lot of folks that will get back online, a lot of folks that will get their jobs back. They're going to start spending, and it'll get things moving a little quickly. But certainly there will be some long-tail impacts of this that likely extend into 2021 and probably even in 2022. So I don't see us getting back to full capacity for quite some time. And do you get a sense that this will have impact on business, like there will be a shift um, you know, we're, we're going through this period and you can kind of see it in waves where, you know, initially it was the, there weren't any masks and people wanted masks. So, you know, there was this big push, uh, you know, for manufacturers to make masks, then the ventilators. And you saw people like Ford, um, vacuum cleaner companies retooling, uh, to make ventilators so we can help out people that were in the desperate need, the throes of coronavirus. So coming out of this, uh, will there be business that'll be like, hey, we're going to stick with that and keep our manufacturing going that direction? Or do you think once we get the green light, everybody's just going to kind of shift back to what we were doing a couple months back? I think it's kind of a mix. I think there will be some people that will continue making those as we still have need for that over the next, it's, you know, probably 12 to 18 months. Um, but I think this kind of highlights the suddenness of what's happened to the economy right now. There's a lot of inventory out there, a lot of auto dealers that have cars piling up and they're not going to be demanding as many to be made 
over the next 6 to 12 months. So yet again, I think there's going to be some longer tail impacts into next year from this as we, we start to see some of that inventory come offline but not come off as quickly as we expected to coming into this year. Yeah, and, and it's unfortunate, but it almost seems like the rich guy wins because, you know, there's this going to be a glut of cars, so the prices are probably going to come down, which means if you have money or have good credit and can get a loan, this is a great time to buy. It's like right now driving around, I mean, gas prices, good grief, I'm seeing, you know, $1.40, $1.50 range. So it's super cheap to be driving right now. But a lot of people, A, don't have anywhere to go, and B, even if they did, they got no money to put the gas in the tank. Yeah, you always see gas prices come down during a recession because the demand has dropped a lot. But I think that's why the government stimulus efforts have focused so much on small businesses and focused on getting money in the hands of consumers. They know there's a lot of people that need this money. They need this money to survive and move forward. And and hopefully that will help bounce things back. And once the employment comes back, everything will get back to relative normal. Ben Ayers, our guest, he's an economist, senior economist with Nationwide. So you say about 30 months uh, for things to kind of come back around. Um, you think people have the stomach for that? And and maybe more importantly, having gone through this, you know, in 08 when things were very desperate, uh, the recession was on, and now in 2020, another batch, you think people maybe are going to wise up and start putting money away to have that emergency cash? So if in 10, 12 years we have another downturn for whatever reason, be a little more prepared next time? We hope so. I mean, it's always difficult for folks to stack away cash as much as they can. The good thing for this downturn is that we don't seeing as much of the leverage from the household sector as we've seen in past cycles. Typically, you see, you know, think about back to 05, 06, the, the, the housing bubble, those sort of things. We're not seeing that this time around. So most of the households are in decent shape. There certainly are a subset that aren't, um, but we're hopeful that'll help speed the recovery as we come out of this in a positive direction. Yeah, and, and do you think because of blows like 401ks, uh, some people's retirements in the short run, I mean, it's been pretty rocky on Wall Street lately, uh, that that might cause people like, hey, you know, I was thinking about retiring at 65, but maybe now I'm going to work to 66 or 67 so I can kind of goose that nest egg back up? Oh, for sure. And that's certainly that's one of those individual decisions that people have to make as far as what's best for them. But we are seeing folks work later. Um, I think that's good because that keeps those skills within the labor force. Um, but it also means they have to stick around in the workforce and keep working for longer, put off those retirement because of uh, maybe a hit they've taken to their 401k here recently. Yeah. And I, I'm curious, too. Uh, I've talked with uh, some small business people here in central Ohio in the last week. Uh, you know, once those uh, small business loans came online, there was kind of some real hope, like, hey, you know, if I don't lay anybody off, I can get this money, it'll keep me going. Uh, but it sounds like it's tough to navigate the, the paperwork and, you know, knowing who to file with and all those kinds of things. What are you hearing about that, if anything? Um, just hearing it's a little slow. Um, we're seeing a lot of good numbers of people are applying for this. They are taking advantage of this. Um, it's just naturally, I think it's a bit of logistical um, hiccups there. It's, it's, it's a very difficult to roll this out to as many people are going to need it. Um, it's not the same as applying loans out to just a few of the larger companies. We're right. talking lots and lots of businesses, lots and lots of small companies that, you know, maybe the government's never interacted too much with except for on tax basis. So fortunately, most of it will be forgivable if they are able to keep their workers on payrolls. And that really should help in the soften the blow that's being felt by many small businesses across the country right now. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.